Hello, college football fans, and welcome to episode 18 of College Football Throwdown, a college football-centered podcast. I am your co-host, Alex Schmitz, and today I'm joined by my dad, Peter Schmitz. Good evening, National College Football fans. That's right. Uh, I know we weren't we didn't do an episode last week. Our schedule kind of got thrown off on the national topic. We were just able to talk about the Husker game last week, but we're here this time uh, to kind of recap. Uh, what is it? Week six? I think we're at seven. Is we're week seven. We are week seven. Yeah, yeah, we're two and four. All right. Well, that's six though. I know. So now week seven that we're talking about here. Oh, well, right, right. But we got to recap week six, I'm saying, oh, and then right. preview okay. week got seven. It. I apologize. Okay. I apologize. That's all right. Um, so talking about it, like we, we were actually just talking before the podcast, um, there were some good matchups this weekend, but some of the more interesting games ended up coming from like upsets or close games you wouldn't think would be close rather than, you know, those games going, uh, being super exciting. Um, like, uh, well, one, one that I was kind of interested in was, uh, Texas beating Oklahoma 24, 17, uh, Texas desperately needed something good to happen. And so that's definitely, uh, something, something for them to hold on to down there, even though their record still isn't very good. Right. And well, and, and they, they found a way to win. They played with, uh, uh just, they were flying to the football defensively. Uh, they, they turned a corner. I believe that that's legit. After watching that game, I don't think that's a one-game hiccup or bump positive for them. I think that is a corner turn that just occurred at the University of Texas. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of talk because we previewed this this game on. Well, I guess I guess we didn't because we did do a podcast last week, but we were going to if we were. Um, was the Michigan Northwestern game because that was definitely a the biggest game in the Big Ten that weekend, and Michigan made a big-time statement by taking a Northwestern team that people regard to be pretty good and crushing them 38 to nothing. You know, uh, obviously they got helped out by an early uh, kickoff return for a touchdown, and you know, so they were able to go up quickly in the first quarter. Uh, but still, a dominant performance, particularly by their defense. It's like their third straight shutout, I believe. Well, it's not the third straight one, I think, but I think it's the third shutout of the year, maybe. Uh, but yeah, their defense is very legitimate. I mean, it is playing at a very high level, and, and they're playing with great confidence. And it, and it sets up, of course, this coming weekend's uh, big matchup in Ann Arbor between them and Mich- Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely going to be a great game to watch. Kind of yeah, everybody in this is going to be watching it. That's for sure. Oh well, yeah. Um, it's kind of interesting. Uh, the announcers during the Nebraska-Wisconsin game were talking a lot about how you know uh, the unexpectedly competitive, you know, Big Ten West and all this stuff. Um, so I feel like you know some things have developed in the Big Ten West that people didn't really expect because it's kind of a tight race in terms of who's going to come out on top there. And now the Big Ten East has also been made more interesting because both Ohio State and Michigan State, who going into the season everybody was very high on and they've both won their games but both teams have shown signs of weakness and have struggled against lesser competition whereas Michigan's kind of risen up from their early loss to Utah and gotten better every game and now the national perception of them seems to be extremely positive right absolutely well and again uh, having Utah do what it's doing in the Pac-12 isn't hurting 
either because now all of a sudden people who watch that that uh, Michigan uh, uh, Utah game will know that frankly if if Michigan doesn't just simply give the game away with mistakes they uh, played better than Utah you know they had the potential to score more points than Utah no question but they just kept making mistakes mm-hmm Yep, and then um, some other games, we talked a little bit about these on the Nebraska podcast because they're relevant to us. Iowa beating uh, Illinois, but in a close game, 29-20. And similarly, um, Florida State beating Miami, 29-24. You know, uh, both those teams were expected to win, but the opposing teams played closer than you would have expected, both teams whom we've lost to. So I guess that's good to see in terms of our perception. Yes, uh, but uh, again, uh, the thing with the the thing with that is, is you have to you can now at, at game six of the season start to do the math of of conference you know schedules and and you can start looking out into the future now that you have the data that you have and 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 assess the opportunities for various teams within a particular division and their chances at being able to rise to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I was curious too because. You know, um, this week uh, TCU kind of struggled against uh, Kansas State and ended up winning 52-45, but certainly a close game. And I know Baylor played like a nobody team and put up like 66 points against them or something. But you were talking on the previous podcast how the teams you think are the most prestigious in the country right now playing the best football are like the Alabamas, the Michigans, the Michigan States, the Ohio States, you know, those teams that have that strong focus on a running game with a balanced, you know, passing game and strong defensive play. Uh, so where do you think, like, the TCUs and the Baylors who are, you know, have little in the way of defense but extremely explosive, you know, passing games on offense, where do you think they'll rank in, or end up in terms of that uh, top four? Well, see, I, I would say at this point it would it would appear to me that Baylor is the team that I would put in that category. TCU has shown me to have uh, some weaknesses here in, in their early season games here. So I would be more inclined to, to put Baylor in that group. And then out west, you know, uh, I would say, you know, Utah is that team, given that they beat Michigan and they are undefeated in the Pac-12. Um, uh, so I, I would have my eye on Utah. And then, uh, of course, uh, Stanford, uh, since their loss to Northwestern, seems to have righted the ship and is doing okay. So watching them over these next couple of weeks will kind of begin to separate them maybe too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk about teams that struggled again. Michigan State, you know, um, struggled a bit against Rutgers, 31-24. You know, still mm-hmm. a, a victory, but not as um, decisive as they might have liked. No. Right, which is why I think that makes this Michigan-Michigan State game more interesting because, you know, Michigan's kind of on a on a rise and Michigan State has been, they were at that point when they ranked, like, number two, you know, earlier in the season, but now they've kind of fallen to, like, number seven, I think. So mm-hmm. the perception of them has kind of fallen, but I don't think their, you know, defense is any less good than it was, you know, a couple weeks ago. So it'll just be interesting to see that matchup. I would agree. All right. I agree. Uh, another big upset was uh, USC losing to Washington, uh, yeah. 17-12. Um, kind of 
interesting thing with that. I mean, apparently, USC's coach is uh, taking a leave of absence because of an unspecified uh, illness of some sort. Which, hmm. Yeah. Which... And I don't know. I mean, there's going to be speculation about what that illness is, whether he, because of the uh, incidents that happened earlier in the year where he, he, um, you know, appeared uh, intoxicated and 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 uh, under the influence and said some things during a booster event that were inappropriate and he got reprimanded for it and had to be pulled from the stage. Uh, and now you have this situation and you, you, you have, you make an assumption that those are somehow connected. Now he claims that he was on some kind of a prescription medicine, even back then that caused the, the uh, interaction with the alcohol and unexpectedly, you know, had the impact that it had on him. But, um, and if that were the case, then maybe whatever that prescription drug was is part of this issue now, you know, that, that he already was battling some, some kind of an illness. And we may find out a little more, you know, going forward. Mm-hmm. And then another upset was um, Tennessee finding a way to beat Georgia while uh, Georgia lost their star running back in, like, the first game play of the drive. Um, so that, that was good for, good for Tennessee fans because I know they had – They've had some heartbreaking losses um, this season already, but also heartbreaking for Georgia fans because they've now lost two in a row here against Alabama and now Tennessee. Right. Kind of knocked themselves right back out of the things after people were beginning to be really high on them. So, mm-hmm. yep, very difficult yep. for them. And then, like kind of like we said, the games that were kind of pegged as like the top, some of the top games of the day ended up being, you know, kind of, not bad games, but uh, comfortable victories for their teams. You know, Clemson beating Georgia Tech 43-24, LSU being South Carolina 45-24, Alabama being Arkansas 27-14. You know, those kind of SEC matchups kind of went how you would have expected them to go. Right, exactly. Not necessarily any upsets there. Right. But uh, now as we look to next week, uh, like you said, there's actually – quite a nice slate of games that are going to be uh, uh, playing next week. Pretty much from now on, you would expect that, you know, uh, because of uh, the fact that we now have enough data on these teams to kind of know where they're headed. Uh, but, but uh, you know, from starting out west, uh, you know, you got Arizona State at, at Utah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a late, that's the late game on ESPN, and that's going to be a, another barn burner there. Yeah, well, I, I got to see that Arizona State game in person against UCLA, and right. they definitely do have some athletes. So. Yep, absolutely. And then you got USC at Notre Dame, and mm. then uh, UCLA, I think, plays, if I'm not yep. mistaken, uh, Stanford. Thursday. They play Stanford on the Thursday night game on ESPN. That's going to be a big game, UCLA at Stanford. Yeah, that, but, there's actually a lot of uh, a lot of big games within the top 25. Alabama plays Texas A&M. Mm. Crazy to think that A and M's actually ranked higher than Alabama right now. Yeah, uh, that well, that won't that won't last. <laughs> Florida plays LSU, another like top ten matchup, um, mm-hmm. and then Iowa plays Northwestern, which is a big Big Ten matchup. Right, so, right, exactly. And then you got Michigan State, Michigan, and uh, yeah. So, so there's That's quite a few. That. Big time yep. game there. Um, Ohio State playing Penn State as well. That's another interesting game in the Big That's Ten. That's right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so it'll be a fun day of college football again, no matter what. And that's what I uh, find myself uh, just trying to make sure that I'm in. Uh, even though 
we're struggling uh, with uh, as fans of the Nebraska Cornhuskers. The fact is, is you, you can't lose sight of what you love about the sport. And, uh, and, and I try to enjoy it just like on Saturday, as, as crushed as I was after that defeat, it, it, it was, it was nice to be watching a couple of good games that evening, you know, in, in that Michigan state game. And then later the Utah Cal game was pretty good for a while too. Um, and so it's, it's just nice to see college football, uh, for what it is and all the passion and pageantry that it represents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like we talked about in the past, this season has had quite a number of uh, great upsets, you know, and close finishes and, you know, those those kinds of things that you love to see in a college football season just in general mm-hmm. as a fan. Right, absolutely. So it should be fun. All right, so uh, we need to do our um, weekly predictions here, and I think the most yeah. obvious one for us would be the Michigan-Michigan State game. Okay. Um, so with, with uh, the fact – I. I had to ask you before this to learn that it's being played in Ann Arbor, so it's a away game for Michigan State. Um, that makes me makes it tougher for me to decide because I think if it was in Lansing, I would be pretty confident saying I thought Michigan State was going to win. But in Ann Arbor, with the streak Michigan seems to be on right now, I don't know. It's going to be a, a really good game, I hope. Yes, I would agree. I, I think I actually think Michigan's playing better football right now. I mean, I, uh, Michigan State has some great skill talent. They've got great wide receivers. Uh, Cook is a phenomenal quarterback. But Cook's actually a pretty beat up. By the end of that Rutgers game, I mean, Cook was really gingerly walking around on his, on his knee. He's got some knee issues, and I think that's going to uh, affect him. There's no way that's going to be fully healed and healthy for next week's game. And I guarantee you that that defense for Michigan is going to be doing everything they can to tee off on him. And the fact was is that uh, Rutgers' defense was getting to him pretty regularly, and I believe Michigan's defense is a far cry from Rutgers. So, so I have a feeling this is another, this is going to be another game of uh, wild factor for Michigan. I think I think Michigan wins it. Uh, what's the score? Boy, I'm going to say that it'll end up being because it's a rivalry type game. You know, they'll keep fighting, but I'm going to say it's a 10-point victory for Michigan. Right. I don't know what the final, you know, whether it'll be a big score or a small score, but it'll be a 10-point victory All for right. Michigan. You say 10-point victory for Michigan. I'm going to go ahead and um, agree with you in that Michigan wins, um, but I think it's going to be a, a more um, low-scoring game because, as you say, uh, Michigan's defense is definitely a strong point of theirs right now, but then on the other side, Michigan State's defense is their strongest point. So I think uh, seeing those two... I think those two will be the deciding factors of the game, like which defense plays better. Um, so I'm going to say that Michigan wins it, uh, but it's going to be a close game. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, oh, let's say 24-21, Michigan wins it. Wow, okay, great, awesome. Yeah, so I definitely don't know. Uh, it might be tough with our game because the Nebraska game I guess starts like two hours I think after the Michigan game starts but I'm going to try to watch that one as well because mm-hmm. that's being from Michigan you know that's definitely one of the biggest games in the state you know uh, absolutely and especially yeah. this year yeah since both teams are very highly regarded as it turns mm-hmm. out yep yep all right so who else what other game uh, oh. you got you got Florida LSU well, and uh, well, USC 
Notre Dame. I was curious when I mentioned the Alabama A and M and that A and M is ranked ninth, while Alabama is ranked tenth. He kind of scoffed and said that that wasn't going to last. So you think Alabama is going to beat them pretty soundly? I do. Yes, I do. I think Alabama is a way better football team than A and M. Much more complete. Alrighty then. Um, then I guess yeah, the Florida LSU game is interesting. Um, I'm trying to remember who is Florida played who are the big teams they've beaten this season uh florida beat um uh, well i think florida beat tennessee already and florida also uh beat um that's right gosh who was it it was somebody else that was undefeated oh old old miss that's right uh, florida took old miss to the woodshed mm-hmm. although but the the loss to uh or the victory over tennessee that was the really close word like tennessee had the chance to Right. seal the deal and then they couldn't right right that's correct mm-hmm. yep so, so i i still i i think and lsu has a running back that is that 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 is starting to build a legend for himself that, that is you know mm-hmm. uh, uh hearkening back memories of herschel walker and th- that sort of thing so and it's at the swamp and it's at night so all those things point to an lsu victory in my mind uh, but but Florida's certainly playing good defense and everything like that, but I just have a feeling that LSU is going to get her done. So uh, I'm going to say that that one's going to be like a, a 35-28 LSU victory. All right. I think I'm going to agree with you there. Um, I'll go ahead and say I think it might be a, a bigger scoring game with those offenses going at it. So I'll go ahead and say LSU wins it. Uh, let's say... 49 to uh, 35. Okay. Wow. That is a big score. Okay, (laughs) cool. Good stuff. All right. Very good. So, yeah, this is looking like another great week of college football. Some good games in the works, and certainly some big games for Nebraska in terms of the Big Ten. Um, Like I said, this – you know, we were we weren't exactly sure where Michigan was going to be. They were kind of like a wild card at the beginning of the year. If they were going to struggle early with Harbaugh, or if they were going to do well, and they seem to be doing pretty well right now. So that makes that you know Michigan Ohio State matchup that comes at the end of the year uh, all that much more exciting. Especially if they end up beating Michigan State, that's like the clincher for who gets to go to that championship game. Right. Exactly. Well, and we'll see. You know, again, Penn State's playing better football now too so that Penn State Ohio State matchup is going to be one we've got to watch with great interest this weekend too that's right all right well if you out there enjoyed this podcast you can email us at huskerpete13 at gmail.com you can find us on podomatic where uh, footballthrowdown.podomatic.com you can subscribe to us on itunes give us ratings and reviews leave us comment on the podomatic website check us out on the podomatic app all that sort of stuff, you know, we post these up on social media, so if you're friends with either of us, you'll see it there. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you for listening out there, college football fans, and let's enjoy this, uh, this good old God sport that we love so much. Absolutely. Go Big Red. Go Big Red. <laughs> <laughs>